another episode of the Nerdwide Podcast. Of course, this is lucky number 13 of the podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Haynes, with my favorite friend. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Nerdwide Podcast. Of course, this is lucky number 13 of the podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Haynes, with my favorite friend and my favorite co-host, Mr. Chris Rivers. How's it going, Tyler? Man, it has been a uh, an adventure, to say the least, the past couple of yeah. weeks. You know, we didn't record last week. Uh, had a lot going on, but I can officially say this house that I'm living in is officially sold. It's not on the market oh, anymore. Awesome. We uh, got more money than what we off what we put it on the market for. But kicker is, we got to be out by April first. So we've got two months to find a house, and I think we uh, we can make that happen. We'll see. I hope. Because if we yeah. don't, I have to move in with my parents and I don't, uh, we don't want to do that. So, nah. you know, grateful for them offering up their home, but we, we don't, right. we don't want to do that. They're, they're very nice people, but you want your independence. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I like having this room um, for, you know, these extracurricular activities that we do here. But a uh, quick little housekeeping before we get into everything. The Patreon is live. If you feel like subscribing is just a little too easy, you want to do a little bit extra, go to patreon.com slash nerdwide to subscribe with the $1, 2 or $3 tier and all the extra little goodies on that end. Uh, Chris, you know, I gave a little bit of how my past two weeks ago and how have your past two weeks gone? Busy. Uh, we're Looks like we're going to be hitting our overtime stretch at work. And uh, yeah. I had to work. Normally, I'm off Friday through Sunday. Yeah. I had to work. It's Saturday night now as we're recording this. I had to work last night, and it's uh, thrown everything off. Yeah, <laughs> that just throws your whole week off. It doesn't I've, feel right. No, I don't. So is it like uh, the old job we both used to work at when they do overtime? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't like that at all. So, no. but you know what, Chris, what I do like is this show and, you know, talk about TV, movies and games. Uh, games actually is a little bit light. I want to bring in a little something that's happened this past week with uh, GameStop and the stock exchange. I don't know if you know anything about that. I don't want to get too heavily into it because it's not really uh, my forte, but it is worth mentioning. But what we want to get into first is our TV topic. And Chris, I've got to know first. What you've been watching? The main thing I've watched was WandaVision. Uh, are you so, caught all? You're caught all the way up, I'm, though, right? I'm caught all the way up. Oh, listen, ladies and gentlemen, episode four um, is quite possibly one of my favorite episodes. Episode three was great. What was that? Was the yeah. was it the seventies? Was when that? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So that was a real good one. And then four, they just they dropped the ball. I mean, not dropped the ball. They they brought it and they brought yeah. uh, characters from past movies. I say not, not one, but you know, several characters from past movies um, back into the the show. And I don't know about with you, but this episode in particular felt like it. This was the first part of Phase Four, if that makes yeah. any sense. It felt like the yeah. first Marvel content, I guess. Like, I mean, I love the sitcom stuff and the mystery, but I feel like this was, was what brought us into it. Yeah, I, you know, I kind of, some of the, some of the first three episodes were a little hit or miss for me. Yeah. Um, it was like, all right, come on, let's get to it. I, I think they could have probably sped that up a little bit. Mm -hmm. But, 
there's, there's yeah, it's uh, there's still some mysteries, man. Uh, yeah, uh, there's a lot of questions still we've got going on. Uh-huh. Oh man, but so we we both watched WandaVision. Um, anything else you've been watching? Not really. No, um, I wanted to finish Arrow, but I just haven't had time with work and yeah. all that. Of course, you know Marvel and the MCU is is a definite fix you have to have, and I'm I am glad they are doing it the Mandalorian style because we are still talking about it. You know what I mean? And I feel like that's the right. the best way to do things. Um, I think last time since we spoke, I was watching the Titans. I have officially finished season one and two, and and Chris, I have to say something. Um, oh, I am all in on uh, the Titans. Like I am one hundred percent in, especially after season two, where they They're left. They're a much better team than the Steelers, so that's oh, good. we had to go there, man. I mean, we're getting ready for the Super Bowl next weekend. We we don't have to talk like this, you know. We had we had that one guy that's there. I don't want to. I don't want to care that he's there anymore. Um, but you know, some people call him the goat. But you know, he threw three interceptions in a quarter. So who cares? Um, but. No, I mean, the Titans are, are great. It is, like, absolutely phenomenal and everything I wanted from that. Uh, Batman's in it. Uh, we've got Superboy. And there's someone else that comes with Superboy. I'm not, I don't want to spoil for those who haven't watched Season 2. Um, and we do have mm. some Season 3 news in our uh, list here. But, Chris, like, I am, uh, I am, like, really all in on this show. And that's... It's going to come up with another show we're going to talk about here in a little bit. Um, but, man, it, it makes me feel a certain type of way, and I like it. It's it's just a uh-huh. lot of fun, and it's one of those that, like we did with our Arrowverse shows, I just really want to get into it and just talk about every single episode. I don't know when Season 3 comes out. I don't even think they've filmed even any of Season 3. But I am... Um, like I want to be all in. I want to interview and talk to people. I want to meet these guys and gals and do the Arrowverse effect, you know. So are you saying that this is something I should catch up on? I think you would like it. It's a it's a show that, like I talked about our last episode. It's it's good, but it's it's not high budget good. But like the storylines and the characters and. Uh, the people that are in it are great. Jamie, my wife, does not like it. She she so, says it's just not good. But I'm in. So let 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 me ask you this. In terms of which I should catch up on first. Ooh, okay. But but between Titans, the boys, mm. or Mandal or Mandalorian. Oh, uh, so. For I've only got so much time right now. Yeah, yeah. I would. God, I mean, those are all three like just banger shows. I want to say because I'm still feeling the high from Titans. I would say Titans, The Boys, and then The Mandalorian. Um, especially since you're not the, you know, we're both not the biggest Star Wars fans, but I feel right. like though in, in that order because of how how we both are and how you are with the Arrowverse shows. That's because it's it's not it's not your Arrowverse shows, but right. I'm pretty sure, and all this is is just a quick search away some other time and some research, but I'm pretty sure that this is a part of the DCEU, the Titans is, and I'm gonna bring into it a part of the of the news is why I say that. No, no, it's not part of the DCEU because 
the Batman in the show is not any of the Batmans we know. But there's they don't use characters that's in any of the Arrowverse shows. Mm. And I think I'm pre- oh, I'm pretty sure no no that's what it was. I'm pretty sure the Arrowverse shows and Titans are connected. Somehow some way I think they're connected, especially after Crisis. I definitely think they're connected now. But I really I, wish we had I really wish we had something connected to Gotham. That would have been Oh god, I miss Ben McKenzie so much. I'm just going to be fairly see, honest. I've I've never even checked out uh Pennyworth either. Oh, so I you know I've had HBO Max and I saw it on there yesterday. And me and Jamie were uh were scrolling through everything cuz we're trying to find something new to watch. And I saw that I said, that's Pennyworth. She goes, what's Pennyworth? And I explained it. Um, I was like, but I'm just not interested right now. And I don't know why that is. I really need to give it a shot just to see if it's good or not. Because, I mean, mm-hmm. but I really miss Gotham, dude. Like, I, I miss everything about that show. We need, right. to, we need to send a chat over to the creator. I forget his name now. James something. Bruno Heller. Yeah, them, them, you know, all of them. I, I miss it. Let me tell Charlie that we miss it. He, you know, he misses it. Uh, so I've been watching that. I finished that. Um, but there's something else that I've watched. I actually started last night. My wife uh, has got me somewhat addicted to. It, it's a little show. Uh, doesn't get a lot of views. It's it's not a big show whatsoever. Um, it's called I think it's called The Bachelor is what it is. Um, <laughs> Chris, I'm no, hooked. I'm hooked. <laughs> these ladies are crazy. I love it. I'm here for it. <laughs> well, I, I'm just being honest with you all, with you know the viewers and listeners. I I have to be fairly honest. What's going on with my life, and that's what I've been watching. So, um, wow, I'm, I just finished episode three, so I have one more episode to go until I'm officially caught up. Of course, it's on Monday nights, but. Wow. I just, anyways, let's get right into the news. How far are you falling, Tyler? <laughs> to the things we would do, uh, you know. <laughs> she's been trying to get me to do it for weeks now. She says, if, if this is the time that you're going to watch any of it, it would be now. And so we we didn't find anything to watch last night. And she said, well, she'll just watch one episode. That's all I ask is one episode. She goes, I watch all these crappy shows of yours. And she did throw the Titans in there. Oh. It really hurt. It really hurt. Oh. Um, <laughs> so she said, at least you could do is watch one episode. And here we are. I'm almost caught up with what's you know currently on air. Anyways, <laughs> first off in our notable news is all five seasons of The Muppet Show are coming exclusively to Disney+. And this is from The Muppet's official Twitter account. Play the music. Light the lights. All five seasons of The Muppet Show are coming exclusively to Disney+. Plus. Why don't we get things started on February 19th? And they did a little trailer for that as well. Uh, I think we may have talked about it before or not, but I'm not a big Muppet fan. I don't know about you. I like the, uh, when I was a kid, I liked the Muppet Babies cartoon. Oh, um, I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. Which would be fairly I, honest I, with you. I wasn't really it wasn't must watch when I was a kid if it was on I would watch it right uh, yeah you know Man. that's exciting for all your Muppet fans out there all five seasons you can watch it all on Disney Plus uh, listen Disney is doing everything I can I feel like to to 
to bring that streaming platform a, a breath of fresh air. Because honestly, after last season of Mandalorian, the first one, I should have deleted and uh, stopped my account because I didn't watch anything on it. Like none of us in the family watched anything on it until Mandalorian season two happened. And then uh, I was talking to one of my buddies at the gym. And I said, and now I can't. You know, you watch the Mandalorian, now you've got the WandaVision, and you're supposed to have Marvel content every week from here until the end of the year. So I'm like, you know, I'm definitely not canceling it now. So we'll see what happens. Well, and you've got the other Star Wars shows as well right. that, drop that you may choose to watch. Yeah, I, I think I'll probably give them a shot if I like them or not. We'll see. Second one, though, and Chris, this was the one that I told you that I'm probably going to go all in on just because of how um, we are with this show and title. Number two, mm-hmm. Superman and Lois gets not extended 90-minute premiere, and the Flash Season 7 premiere moves back a week to March 2nd. We are going, of course, to the good people at comicbook.com. This is Russ Berlingame. The series premiere of the CW Superman and Lois will be a 90-minute affair, complete with a half-hour half hour special celebrating, celebrating the launch of the network's first official Superman show. Smallville kicked off the modern superhero TV boom with a decade-long look at Clark Kent's early years, and Supergirl, inherited by the CW from sister network CBS, has tackled the superheroic tales of the Man of Steel's cousin, Kara. But Superman and Lois will be the first live-action TV series with Superman in the title since Lois and Clark The Adventures of Superman went off the air in 1997, and that's cause for a night of celebration. The the celebratory night of super storytelling will come at a cost, though. The Flash, the network's highest-rated show and their flagship DC superhero series, now that Arrow is gone, will debut on March 2nd rather than February 23rd as originally planned. Superman and Lois will debut its extended pilot on February 23rd, followed by a half-hour special called Superman and Lois Legacy of Hope. God, that gave me chills. Just that, that, that title gives me chills. Anyways, which will feature sneak peeks at upcoming episodes, cast, and crew interviews, and other super fans weighing in on the impact of Superman and Lois Lane. Mm. What uh, a scale of... Uh, we'll, we'll do our grading scale here. On a scale of A to F... How excited are you for uh, Superman and Lois? Uh, I'll put it at a, a B minus. Did you, you know, I'm, 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 now, did you watch the trailer that they dropped? I've not seen the trailer. Oh, yet. so. It, but I've always been more of a Batman guy. Okay. You know <laughs> so. what? All right. Okay. Yeah, I don't have anything back here to do anything with. Um, <laughs> so the trailer is, it's like a middle-aged, uh, well, I mean, it's, it's Tyler Hecklin and the lady, I forget, I'm, I'm going to have to start memorizing these people's names, um, who plays Lois Lane. Uh, Bitsy. Is it Bitsy McCullough? That, sound, that sounds right. But she, she was on um, Grimm. <gasps> yes, I forget that's where I know her from. Yeah. Oh God, that's another good show. Uh, I hope I, I hope I got her name right, but yeah. you know. we'll just call her Bitsy because that's 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 definitely right. So it shows them, and we we see them how we saw them last in Crisis, which is exactly how you've seen them as Supergirl. Um, right. But they have teenage sons, and they're twins, and mm. it's like a there's like a little bit of a. I think there's a little bit of a time jump somehow. I don't know if it's because of crisis or what, but it's them and Chris. You get the thing. They don't know their dad is Superman. And then they start exhibiting. 
Right. And they start exhibiting powers and all make it so they're stupid too. <laughs> Man, I, just from that trailer though, I'm like, I'm like, I am so in on this. And especially since it's right back at the Kent farm is where this takes place at and everything. Uh-huh. Just, I'm all in. And and I can all stay on the Titans. Like I feel like the Titans and Superman and Lois are gonna be my favorite um I guess I I can't say that. A DC television shows if you will I, w- I would say television shows this year but um i don't know wandavision is doing a, just a great job so mm-hmm. and there's more stuff coming out but i mean i'm really excited I and mean, it kind of i like that they're doing the a 30 minute special afterwards celebrating superman and lois kind of sucks that yes that um flash is pushed back a week but I feel like it's, you know, to me, it's a good even off trade, and it gives them a little bit more time to do things post-production for Flash, even if it's just a week, and gives us a little bit more time to catch up. <laughs> well, and, and you mentioned, you know, Flash being their highest-rated show, but some of Flash's records, Tyler, have been falling. Oh. See, I'm, so I'm post-crisis. That's what I really need to do instead of, Rewatching Scrubs all the time and uh, well, no, the Bachelor. I mean, you know, Walker has come on. And... Oh, would you like to? So, Chris, you know, Walker, we talked about last episode, uh, was premiering. Do we have a, a, a number crunch on their ratings and viewings? And do we think that's going to be a success? We do. Let's see. From Deadline, uh, reported by Bruce Herring. Um, Walker's premiere delivered 3.71 million viewers. It's a lot to the to the CW. It was their largest or most watched episode of any CW show in three years, going back to January 30th of 2018. And um, specifically about the Flash, it was the largest delivery of any telecast overnight delivery since October 9th of 2018. Which was a Flash episode. See, that's Which we crazy. probably covered on Hero Cravings. I, I honestly, we probably did. Chris, I, you know, was... I know time is a, a big thing for this, but if we ever did this full time, you know, years down the road, we're going to have to bring that show back. I'm sorry. We're just going to have to. Because, um, yeah. I mean, we, we covered all the ratings and uh, numbers and things like that for every episode we did. <sighs> But you know, we evolved, and here we are. We cover it all. Mm-hmm. But that's that's crazy. I, I'm curious if Superman and Lois pulls anywhere near those numbers because you know, during Walker, they've had to have trailers for Superman and Lois to try and pull right. those viewers in. And I asked this question, um, you know, when we we're before we started recording. But do you do you think it's Jared Padalecki and his name and Supernatural people, or do you think it's the Walker? The Texas Walker Ranger. No, it's it's I don't I don't think it has anything to do with Walker. I think it's Padalecki and the and the supernatural fans coming over to check out what he's doing. Yeah. I've heard it's good. I mean, it's not really one of my things. I honestly probably should check out the first episode just to see and stop mm-hmm. you know, stop judging a book by its cover. But right. anyways. Next up, Star Wars Andor will not include K-2SO and Season 1 confirms Alec, Alan Tudyk. And we're going over to the Collider for this one by Drew Taylor. Back in 2019 at the D23 Expo in Anaheim, California, Lucasfilm president Kathleen Kennedy formally announced a Rogue One spinoff show. 
this was a prequel series since you know you had uh, you would focus on Diego Luna's somewhat morally ambiguous uh, rebel Cassian Andor, and his sidekick, a reprogrammed Imperial droid named K2SO, performed and voiced by Alan Tudyk. And we come down here a little bit. While talking with the editor-in-chief, Steve Wintraub, for his new sci-fi series, Resident Alien, Tudyk let it slip that he is not a part of Endor, at least initially, but he could return later. Quote, They're shooting it right now. I'm not in it. But if it stays on the air, stories keep getting told. I'll end up in there, Tudyk told us. Interesting. Hmm. So, I wonder if it's going to focus on, you know, Endor's first uh you know a little bit of his life before um he gets his little droid companion or i mean i obviously that's gonna have to be what's gonna be because you can't just not have his sidekick you know k2 in it right but you know i thought that was a nice yeah. little fun thing now chris this is something else is a little bit more fun i feel like we would enjoy this one as well let me get to the uh, the official picture of my phone where I keep all the new stories. Netflix announces a Tomb Raider animated series. We're going to their tweet off their official account. Tomb Raider, the most iconic heroine in video games, is jumping to animation. Tomb Raider is a new anime series from Legendary following Lara Croft after the events of the video game reboot trilogy. So there's only three games in it, and it's supposed to be taking place after it. I'm here for it, man. I mean, the, I liked yeah. the the newest uh, movie adaptation. Uh, and this one's going to be animated, so I'm not really all about Is there that. Any casting news? No, nothing. That was it. Those that the, they're making it. So, and that brings on something else. Chris is following up uh, on Netflix video game adaptation list. So now we've got Tomb Raider, Sonic, Assassin's Creed, Castlevania, mm-hmm. which will be doing season four, Resident Evil. Splinter Cell, The Division, Devil May Cry, Final Fantasy, A Cuphead Show, A Cyberpunk Edge Runners, which that I know that one is animated, and Resident Evil Infinite Darkness. So you announced this, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I know they've got tons of studios. Netflix is huge at this point. But right. th- I just read off a lot of video game adaptation things. Um, and not a one, besides, well, cut Castlevania out. None of these are out yet or any anything has been talked about on any of them as far as i'm aware of so are we 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 biting it are we chewing on more than um you know we can eat at this point uh are we i mean what's the point of announcing it besides hype i get that but let some of these other shows come out first and then start saying hey we're working on this oh matter of fact it drops later this year kind of thing you know what i mean yeah, well, we don't know where the other shows are at in development, though, either. I mean, they could come out tomorrow and say, hey, two of these are going to drop next month. And Okay. Listen, if they come out tomorrow on Sunday or Monday, Chris, and they announce they're dropping two of these in the next month, <laughs> we're going to go play the lottery. But it's, man, I just, I don't know. Like, I'm excited for all of this, especially the Assassin's Creed thing, obviously. Mm-hmm. But... I just like that's a long list, and we haven't gotten them yet. The Castlevania anime show is really good if you haven't checked yeah. that out. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, you know, of course, they also had the Sonic uh movie. Mm-hmm. I still haven't watched that one yet. Is that no, that's not on anything. We, I don't think it's on HBO. I need to check that out because I need to watch it. But they did say that they're making a second one and they're getting started on it soon. Mm. Um, 
And then the last thing we have here, I teased it a little bit earlier, Titans cast J. I'm going to butcher this last name, but I'm going to try. Lycurgo as Tim Drake. We're going to Variety.com for this one, and this is Joe Otterson. Titans Season 3 has cast Jay Lycurgo, I'm going to say Jay, in the recurring role of Tim Drake. Drake is described as a streetwise kid who's managed to grow up on the toughest streets without losing his indelible belief in heroism. His easygoing demeanor is backed up by a near-genius mind, a natural detective with a perception for, of detail far beyond his years. Now, uh, I'm going to put a... Okay, here we go. Fan, well, I almost did, but I, I've got ahead of myself. Fans of the Batman comics will recall that Drake served with Batman as the iteration of the third Robin. Mm-hmm. Um, because we've got... Uh, we've got the two other Robins in the show right now. And so we've got this news. And very curious because of how season two ended. I'm cu- very curious how this works. But, Chris, this is where it ties in to the movies and DCEU. This is getting it real good here. Jay is also set to appear in the supporting role in Matt Reeves' upcoming feature, The Batman. Though, if he will be playing Drake in the film as well, uh, remains unclear. So we don't, I mean, he's he's credited for both. Do we see, like, is, is that going to be that universe? Or is it just coincidence and that, you know, Warner Brothers loved him enough, they said, hey, let's put him in the show and give him his own cape and cowl? Uh, well... I don't think it's a coincidence. I mean, I, I think he's probably playing the same character because remember, Warner Brothers has been very controlling when it comes to the film and TV sides. Uh, famously, after Arrow teased Harley Quinn, they were told, you can't go there anymore because they had Suicide Squad in development right. for the features. So they wouldn't even let them use the character on TV. I think they would probably do the same thing with an actor. Like, yeah. hey, we've got we've got this guy lined up for this role in this franchise. You can't cast him in something this similar. Mm. See, I mean, it's I'm very curious to see what they do. Uh, you know, Batman, I believe, is supposed to come out in 2022 now. Um, if that's all, I think that's one of the ones that's already been delayed from a while ago. But I just. I, I want to see it. I'm very curious. I, I like this um, this news because we've been getting – they also cast uh, Barbara um, Gordon last week as well. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're starting to – I mean, Chris, this show is building a roster of people yeah. and, and names mainly. Like you – I don't want to spoil anything because there's a lot in season two. Like season one was good. Season two – way better like i don't know they just didn't know about the how good that season would be but i mean they made it so much better and now they're you know on hbo warner brothers are probably like we're getting a little bit more money out of this let's let's make this better and i want to listen chris i'm gonna try and do my best to interview the guy that plays um dick grayson i'm just I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna do my best i'm absolutely going to do my best to get him on here um, but uh, I'm trying, man. But speaking of releases this year, well, I can't really tell you that much. But this week, nothing, nothing on the TV side of things that is uh, mm-hmm. that is going to happen. So, I mean, that's it. That's all I've got for you for TV. That's it. That's it. Man. Okay. Well, show's over, folks. Well, show's over, guys. Thanks for watching. Uh, don't forget. <laughs> So it's movie time. Yes, it is. I'm excited.
So uh, we'll, we'll kick it off with our normal question. What have you been watching? Oh, Chris, now that's a question I, I, I have to answer right now. Hold on, I'm trying to, to get to a series of tweets that happened last weekend. Oh, okay. yeah, I think yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yes, it is. Um, so, but what I've been watching, besides our movie for review, uh, I have watched Kong, Skull Island, because, you know, they, they came out with a trailer for uh, Godzilla vs. Kong, or Kong vs. Godzilla, and I was like, uh, I've actually never watched these these Monster Universe movies. So I watched Kong. Uh, I'm going to give that... Now, you know what? I'm going to hold off on that because we might, leading up to King Kong, we might review Kong and then Godzilla. Uh, I enjoyed it, though. I mean, it had Tom Hiddleston in it, and it had another Avenger in it. Now, let, let me ask Brie you, though, It's different, uh different universe of sorts, but did you ever see any of the other Kong movies? I watched the, the Peter Jackson one. The very okay. long one. I I enjoyed this one better than... Oh, this one had Samuel L. Jackson in it, too. Oh, I forgot that. But I enjoyed this one better than that one. Uh, for obvious reasons, that one was three and a half hours long. And this one was, you know, newer. It was good. I think 2018 right. was this one, when this one came out. Jesus, three years ago now. Um, and then... I don't really know if you count it as a movie. We watched the, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air reunion. And let me tell you, I cried. Now, that's a show yeah. that I watched a lot uh, in middle and high school. I'd, on Nick at Night, I would have it on yeah, and watch uh, all those episodes. On Nick at Night. <laughs> I saw the episodes when they were new, Tyler. <laughs> uh, I learned a lot about that show from watching that uh, hour and a half movie. Yeah, because James Avery's he's passed away, right? Yeah, he passed away. Oh, and Chris, and get oh, this, oh. 2013. I, I told my wife, I said, that I didn't realize that was so long ago. But, I remember hearing it. Yeah, I remember it like very distinctly, and I think I read it on Twitter. And I was like, "Oh God, that's that hurts," and um, wow, and it didn't make it feel any better watching clips of him on the show and then behind the scenes and all of them talking about him either, uh, because how yeah. it was it was they all they recreated the living room set, and all the main cast came together and just sat down and just talked, and it was it was good. I, I really enjoyed that. And make me maybe cry a couple of times just from old memories and of course James Avery, but other right. than other than that, those two things are the only ones I've been I've watched. Yeah. So you uh, you also watched something else though. Oh no, is it the the movie in review? Yeah. Oh, the Poltergeist. Poltergeist. It's not the not the remake. No, no, no. I, I don't think I will wa ever watch that one. Uh, FYI. Um, so, like I was telling you, um, are you okay if I start off as far as reviewing it? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I've seen it before. I want to see your thoughts. Yeah. So, so I, like I told in the pre-show, uh, we got to start recording that and uh, giving those out for our Patreon members and stuff because mm -hmm. just the stuff we talk about. Um, oh, that's that's actually I need to, I need to write that down somewhere because that's actually pretty smart. But the um, <laughs> I, I've got three monitor setups here. I got one, two, and three. So I had Poltergeist on this one with every intention of just having it as background noise to me playing my uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Stay tuned on that when we get down there. Just to keep me from missing out on the jump scares and missing out on, on everything. Well, not everything, but you know, all the, the scary bits. 
but like I told you, I I had my screen on this one on pause more often than I was, you know, when I was watching this. Like I was I was watching Poltergeist while I was playing Assassin's Creed. Uh, but what's fun is I thought it'd be fun to if you follow me on Twitter, this is redundant, but I thought it'd be fun to tweet out my reactions to everything <laughs> as it was happening. I stopped right there at the end just because a lot was happening right in that last uh, 15, 30 minutes of the movie. But here we go. We're going to go ahead and start with this. It's a picture of the Poltergeist uh, title screen that says, I hate this. Every fiber of my being hates this. <laughs> here we go. I swear if this damn clown starts moving. Burn the tree. Obviously it's cursed. Quotes, they're here. Okay, now I see where this quote is from. I had no idea where that, uh, everyone quoted that from. But <laughs> The fact that this kid is staring, in all caps, at the static of the TV should be everything you need to know. Yep, chairs moving around and TV people, I'm out, burn the house down. All caps, they are making a game out of this. Are they mental? I was talking about the chairs moving. Why? Why would you think that would be fun to put the chairs in the middle and like, hey, come over here and watch this? No. Yeah. And your child is sitting there saying they're here and talking about TV people? No. And, and, and she's sitting in the chair. Right. As it gets pulled across. No. The... What are you guys doing? Um, <laughs> okay, the tree grabbed the sun and pulled up through a window. window. Not scared of this movie anymore. Crisis averted because of how just fake it looked. I mean, I'm sure it was great for its time. But I was like, okay, I'm not worried about this movie scaring me anymore. I was a little wrong. Uh, <laughs> okay, cool. She's in the TV. She's definitely dead. Uh, uh, by the way, this is spoilers for a 30-year-old movie if you haven't watched it. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, she's dead. And that was from when they were all walking around hearing her voices and stuff like that, like they would hear the ghost. And then I, put, I don't remember what this one was about, but this was in all caps, burn the house down. I don't remember what that was. It was something I got scared of. <laughs> but, but it was enough for me to put it in all caps. <laughs> all right. The fake doctor face scene was a little much of the guy when he... Uh, eat the, eats the meat or something like that, and then it starts grossing yeah, the, out. And then he goes to the maggots. yeah, and then he goes to the the mirror and it's like scratching his face, and it just just claws off. It, I thought that was a little much. Uh, <laughs> I'm laughing at my just just events that happen. The short little ghost lady whisperer is highly annoying. I hated yes. that. One. I hated her no. so much. So great. Uh, Zelda Rubenstein was her name. <laughs> Her, I, I think that's her I couldn't stand her, man. I couldn't do it. And then this is in all caps again. So this is after everything that happened. They're moving at this point. Hmm. All caps. Why do they still have this damn clown? <laughs> it's a little toy thing. And they would sit there and watch them sleep. What are these? These parents are horrible. Like absolutely horrible. And then I said, wow, what a pervy poltergeist. <laughs> Because she was in the bed and it started messing uh -huh. with her and everything, and then threw yeah. her to bed. Yeah, I said, "This, ladies and gentlemen, is why you don't build a neighborhood on an Indian burial or on a burial site." Also, the parents stayed way too long in that house when things started happening, and that was it. <laughs> I mean, that... I'm, I'm I'm trying to think of the timeline of events. I'm wondering if that one burn the house down comment you had was when the uh, the bones are floating up in, in the area where they were digging the pool. It was... I'm trying to line that up. I can't... No, 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 no. It was when the... the They were all downstairs with the equipment, 
and it was the light at the top of the steps. Mm. And all the ghosts started like walking through and everything, and like there was all oh yeah, it was at that point. I said you have because, to burn it all down. Because remember the uh, the bones in that scene were real. And I could not stop thinking of that. I heard you in my head the whole time. I said, Oh, those bones are real. Chris told me that. <laughs> and that oh God, it's man, that, it's it was, such a good movie though. Dude, it was good. Like I, I enjoyed it, like it was it was scary, but not to the point that I, I have nightmares. Like, I feel like anything new, right. like the new one especially, I know I would be absolutely horrified on. Um, and, like, I, I just know I would be. But this one, it was fun. Like, it was just, uh, like, your classic horror movie to me that you're like, why would you do that? Why would you stay right. there? Kind of science scenario. And Dude, and here's the thing. They had all that stuff go on, and they were moving, yes, but... Uh, first off, the oldest daughter, uh, definitely she was out there sleeping around. Let's just go ahead and talk about that, right? And then secondly, uh, she did smart. After that, Look, that she, uh, do it. She was just trying to find a way out of the house. I, mean, I, can, I can't blame her. It, it's, it was what got me, though, was after the event happens, you know, they go through the closet. She goes through the little other dimension. She pulls the kid out. They stayed longer before they moved out, and then they mm-hmm. stayed that night again. And it was when the whole calamity happened, like when the movie just I like, just went to, you know, to my one to sixty real fast. Yeah, and I was like, "Why go stay at a hotel? What are we doing here?" Um, but of course, you found out what really happened uh, was you know they they are the sleazy real estate guy. Um, just move tombstones over, but mm-hmm. God, that was no. You don't build things like that. Uh, I mean, I, you know, I know that. And but it was a a a, a real decent scary movie. And I mean, Chris, I'm gonna honestly, I'm gonna be right here with you. I'm gonna give this movie a B plus. Like, and and that's I don't watch horror movies, but it was it was fun. I enjoyed it. I it did what it was supposed to. It creeped me out. It scared me a little bit. Um, it was a, a good 1980s movie, like everything you would expect to see in it as far as watching it mm-hmm. here in 2021. Um, and the story was fun. And like some of the, the ghost stuff was cool. And at first I didn't realize when stuff was starting to teleport through the hole, like it was old watches and stuff. I was like, oh, I said, you know, maybe the kids had that in their closet. No, no, that was from the grave, the, the, the graves. And I was like, oh, yeah. man, that was, that was a good movie. That was very good. And, and then you had the scene where they were, like, rolling the tennis ball in there. And... Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's the same one. It's the same, It's got your initials. What was all with all the slimy stuff? Was that just supposed to be, like, for, like, a, a ectoplasm-esque? Think, yeah. Okay. That was their idea. Of, yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, I always, I've always enjoyed the movie. The sequels are, are pretty good, too. The sequels, uh, you meet a creepier character, and I'm blanking on the actor's name. Um, but the character's name is Kane, mm. and the the actor that played him was um, dealing with cancer. Oh, so he was very gaunt. Yeah, and it just added to the look because he was dressed up as a very old school preacher with the wide brimmed hat, and he had these large eyes and this gaunt, drawn face, and he <laughs> just looked to to see it as a kid. Because I mean, the original Poltergeist was. Next year will be forty years old. 
That's crazy. To so to see the sequels as a kid, it was like, okay, this dude's creepy. <laughs> <laughs> you, you could just imagine rounding the corner in your house and he's standing there. Nope, absolutely you know? not. The house will be burned down. So I'm just saying that right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I would give this like an A minus myself. Yeah. Dude, I mean, these movies are right up your alley. This is what you you absolutely love. That's why, like in October, you're a big uh, like horror fan and things like that. Um, yeah. Because if we we you know when cons were still a thing here, I, I like it was it's been dead for ten years now. But they had a horror con that I think you and my wife were going to go to originally a couple years back. But you I mean y'all could have that. That's all y'all. I ain't, I'm not messing with any of that nonsense. So enjoy. Oh, but it's so fun. <laughs> it's so fun. But that's that's one thing I like about us doing the movie of the week too, because, you know, I'm watching stuff that I would normally, probably eventually get to, but right. I would put on the back burner. You're watching some things you normally might not have given a chance to, like this and Trick or Treat. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, mean, I, and, I love Trick or Treat. Yeah, and see, I mean, you're finding. You said that's going to be a staple every Halloween right. for you all, so. It's kind of cool to to expose other people to things that are maybe outside of their normal comfort zone. Give me chills, Chris. Just chills. <laughs> um, and then I guess for next week's movie, I, I picked a uh, one that we've both talked about. I know, and I feel like it's a nice uh, palate cleanser from a little horror scary one. And this is the Old Guard with um, Charlize Theron in it, and uh, it's on Netflix. I'm really excited about that one. Um, there were a bunch of different movies that have come out recently that I will, you know, have on my back. Oh, I don't know if you know this or not, Chris. There's an app called Letterboxd. Yeah, that, we talked about that. Yeah, and it's like, and that, when I was sitting there trying to decide what movie to watch, I was like, oh, I said, let me go to my list over here. Uh, let me go to my, here we go. Okay, no list, just kidding. Uh, you know what, it's on there somewhere. But I, <laughs> the, old, the old guard was in there. And I was like, oh, I really do want to watch that movie. And it's still on Netflix, so I'm excited about it, Chris. Yeah, well, I am too. It's got Charlize Theron in it. Yes, sir. I'm I'm all in. (laughs) You know what I mean. (laughs) All right, so let's get to the news here. Um, This one comes from IGN. And it was, the byline is by Adele Anchors. Um. And it was just updated on the 18th of January at 11.21 a.m. <laughs> Zack Snyder seemingly confirms Justice League will be a four-hour movie, not a miniseries. Uh, it's going to debut in March. And he has implied that his version of Justice League will be released as a four-hour movie. Um What's on HBO Max screenshotted an exchange between Snyder and a fan, which occurred during a Q&A session on Snyder's Vero account, where the director appeared to confirm that his Justice League cut would be released as a one-shot movie when it premieres on HBO Max in March, which is completely different from what was announced at the DC FanDome event last summer. Of course, we know how quickly things can change. Mm-hmm with film and television and so last summer to now not unbelievable that they would make choose to make a change like that especially with this movie (laughs) right (laughs) now they have said they do speculate here in the article 
that he could have actually meant all four one-hour blocks would be dropping at once. Oh. I mean, either way, Similar. I mean... Which is the same thing, basically. Yeah, I mean, you just, don't, you, you just hit next. I mean, it's like oh, the Netflix thing. Are you still watching? I mean, obviously. Uh, yeah. To, I'm, I'm all about this. Because I know I don't think I even thought that they would do a uh, a mini like a you know once a week type thing. I don't ever think mm-hmm. that ever crossed my mind, but I I want this as a four hour long movie, right. just because I don't want to stop. Maybe even if it does is a uh, like you were saying a the little part the four one hour parts just separated. I mean, it's just one click of the button, and you're already back into the next episode or the uh, the next part of the movie. It's a good enough time for you to deposit or whatever, anyways, and go to the bathroom and get popcorn or something like that. So, I mean, I, right. I, I I'm all in about this. Um, and and they know, also have the the skip intro button that you can use too. Right. If, you know, if they do it that way, they'll have little recaps. Do you think they will the though? Probably. Yeah. I mean, I guess it would probably, probably help for like the, the third or fourth parts if they did it that way um, mm-hmm. to sum up the, the first two hours. But that's something else where, I mean, I'm going to have to do, I'm going to have to watch the original uh, Joss Whedon's uh, Justice League before I watch this one, probably in the same week. But I am, um, I mean, I just, I feel like every week though, Chris, we've got new news about uh, Zack Snyder Snyder cut of Justice League. I really uh-huh. do feel like every week we've got new news about it. Yeah. Um, and I mean, yeah. this one's no different. So, I mean, I, I, I prefer the four hour long movie if they did it that way. Yeah, absolutely. And Zack Snyder tweeted out that, uh, it will drop on March 18th. Yeah. He, the little promotional pictures were not nothing fancy, just the black and white, like the JL logo or the black and white, um, little logo with a Superman symbol of the Cape kind of mm-hmm. like flying by. I mean, there weren't anything crazy, but the, I mean, the biggest part of that news was what you said. It was the March 18th. Um, so, I mean, we're a little bit over a month away from that. A month and a half, maybe. A month and a half. So, yeah, I just so we'll see. No one, you know, everyone said it would never happen. Here we are, though, Chris. You know? Yeah. They said, you'll never see the Snyder Cut. Right. <laughs> We've proved you wrong, haters. Well, look, look at it like this. Right? Warner Brothers is a company. And if they can make money off something, that point. And a lot um, of people are. I've talked to, or I've been reading a lot of stuff. Is as they're saying, like, can you really? Because people are saying that, like, your Gal Gadot, your Patty Jenkins, and stuff like that, are saying that the Joss Whedon's Justice League is not canon. And but people are saying that this is a completely new movie because they're reshooting, like, they're shooting more stuff for it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it feels like it's a, a remastered game. Like, uh, if, you know how games get remastered and things like that. I feel, yeah. like it's, I, feel, I feel like that's what we're at right now. So, Do you think that they're... Do you think the reshoots are, are simply, hey, I decided I'd like to add this in, or do you think it's tied to possibly stuff that was cut that was lost, and now he's decided oh. to fill that gap with what they're reshooting to convey the same thing in the story. Ooh, see how I've been thinking about it is, is these reshoots are, um, taking the critics and what everyone thought like sucked about the movie. 
which is again pretty much the whole thing uh and is reshooting them to make more sense because i'm sure there's deleted scenes and things elsewhere you could find um mm. and stuff he's already had rather but i feel like it's what he's doing with these reshoots i mean but but yeah. a lot of these reshoots are don't have your main you know your justice league in it they're the Jared Leto, they are your Deathstroke, mm-hmm. your Joe Mangiello, Mangiello, his name, um, and like you've got people like that that they're reshooting for. So I mean, I really don't know. Like, I mean, can you really call them reshoots if they were never in it to begin with? Right. So I don't well, know. Wow. While they're potentially making this one make more sense, can they please shoot some extra scenes for Wonder Woman 1984? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you can go to Nerdwine's uh, YouTube to watch and or listen to that one. Our review yeah. of it. <laughs> Definitely watch it. Yeah. Definitely. I should yeah. be the only one in pain from that. <laughs> uh, next story comes from People. Uh, byline belongs to Katie Campion. And it says Karen, Karen Gillian confirms her Guardians of the Galaxy character nebula will be in thor love and thunder and she is currently in sydney australia to begin production um she confirms she'll be reprising the role of nebula in the upcoming mcu film fans first speculated that she would be in the film after she posted photos on her instagram story as she landed in sydney australia where the thor 4 cast and crew are preparing to begin production. She confirmed the rumors in a video on her Instagram story in response to a fan who asked if she'd cut her hair to prepare for Nebula. So she's in, mm-hmm. which is which is absolutely fantastic. Great so, character. And, and this, oh, I love Karen. Like, I'm really excited that, that they are putting her in this. Um, but they, this past uh, couple days, actually, they have started filming for Thor. And mm-hmm. I forget where I should have put this in the, the news articles here, but um, someone asked Taika Watiti if you know he had any sense, you know, with um, oh no no it was James Gunn if he had any part of this since his characters from Guardians or some of them are in this movie. He says yeah. He goes we talk regularly about it. So I'm just like awesome yes i mean we're getting uh, essentially a taika watiti and a james gunn collab and i mean it it makes sense you're using his characters why not have that director help and so i mean it's i mean they're all it's all connected anyways i'm pretty sure thor is going to be in the next guardians movie so i mean it's all kind of interwoven anyways but right that was kind of cool yeah and i don't know that maybe some fans do but i don't think in general she gets enough credit for the portrayal of that character. No, no, by God, um, no, she does not. Because it's definitely a harder character to play, what with the makeup mm-hmm. and the way that she can't use all of her tools as an actor. She's limited, so she has to convey things through other means. Well, I mean, and she... And to pull, and to pull that off... I mean, it, it's, it's, that's the thing too. Like she, she shaved her head bald. I mean, she, but you know, shaved it every time she played this character. And so, I mean, there were many, you know, months of the years that went by for Guardians One, Two, and, you know, Infinity War and Endgame. She was bald the whole time, like in real life and everything. That I would, I don't know if I could do that. But well, I guess I could. 
paid me enough money and that's my job. I, you know what? Yeah, that was a dumb statement. I absolutely would. Uh, but yeah, no, she, she does not get enough credit for how good of an actress she is. And I first started following her since Doctor Who. And, mm-hmm. and I was really excited when they cast her in Guardians of the Galaxy. And she does such a great job. Like, you don't even, to the point that you don't even recognize her. You know what I mean? And that's just, especially in Endgame, how great she was in that. But yeah, I'm right. all about it. Yeah, being pulled apart. Mm-hmm. Um, we have movie delays this week. No, I don't. I don't want to hear that. That was that was 2020, Chris. Don't bring any of that nonsense into this show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> On to the next topic. <laughs> Is that all right? Yeah, I choked on the diet coke. <laughs> well, it was free, so don't worry about it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. So the first delay is James Bond's No Time to Die. It's been delayed till October the 8th, 2021. Already done filming. Yeah. Uncharted, starring Tom Holland, has been delayed to February the 11th, 2022. That hurt, by the way. Yeah? Yeah, that hurt. Uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Delayed to November the 11th, 2021. Should be somewhere in October, if you ask me. Yeah. Morbius has been delayed February 2022. That one also hurts. And A Quiet Place 2 has been delayed to September the 17th of 2021. Um, Morbius is done and has been done. I mean, I think most of these are, are done done. Uncharted's yeah. in post now, but I know for sure Morbius and James Bond are uh, are done. I mean, I, I guess all of these have to be done, done. You know what I mean? Well, the Quiet Place coming out in September now. Well, they're filming Uncharted, right? Uh, Uncharted's done. They're, Uncharted's done. Yeah, they're in I post. I thought they were still in post, yeah. yeah they're in, well, yeah, they're in post. Like, I mean, I know Tom Holland's done. Like, he finished filming one day and was in Atlanta the next day for Spider-Man 3. Um no surprise really especially where the state of the world is i know for the united states wise covid is still running rampant because we somehow we still can't figure out how to work this thing um but as far as vaccinations go like only six percent i think is the latest numbers of the population has been vaccinated and for us to get back to normalcy we need above 60 and I mean, will we see that by this summer? Chris, I hope so. And I pray to whatever entity is living, you know, is working that it is because, I mean, we've talked about this on and on and on. So I'm not going to get into it, but I just, I miss normalcy. But, well, and I I think before we get back to what we once considered normal, you're going to have, I think we've talked about it on here before, you're going to have these health passports that you're going to have to mm-hmm. show just to go to like the movies. You're going to have a select number of seats and uh, you're going to have to show that you've been vaccinated to be able to get into the theater to see a movie. Right. And so we're going to probably have a few months of that and then we'll slowly get back. So that also means people that like the theater hop <laughs> will not, <laughs> will not, not be, able be able to, to. theater hop. 
I've, I've only done yeah. that once or twice in my life. So good try, FBI. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you when <laughs> that was. But. <laughs> but yeah, I I still think a lot of people that are rescheduling these movies are avoiding October. Mm. But in part because of Halloween Kills, I think they they pretty well expect that to blow up. Yeah. And just that season, a lot of these movies don't like Ghostbusters should be in October because you know it's going to have some comedy moments to it. It's going to be funny. So it would make sense. Some people might even do a, a double feature with that and Halloween Kills. Mm. Listen, uh, you know, you talk about October, how big of a movie it really is. I don't see Trick or Treat 2 up here at all. Right. Uh, any, any word on that one? None yet. I haven't heard anything. Okay. Well, you know, we try. Make it happen. Yeah. <laughs> I'll check, and, and next episode, I'll see if I have some information. Um, final bit of news. Hold on. I'm looking at a picture of Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> um, Relevant. Marvel. <laughs> this, the byline on Screen Rant here is by Rachel LeBanc. I'm going with the fancy pronunciation. Yeah, I like that. That's, why I, that's how I went with it. Marvel has no plans to release Black Widow on Disney+. Plus. Um, says, though it's expected to be delayed once again, a new report says Marvel still has no plans to send Black Widow to Disney+, Plus instead of theaters. Um, wow. I mean... It was scheduled for May 2020. Mm-hmm. The coronavirus pandemic effectively decimated movie-going prospects last year, and Black Widow was just one of the many major films struggling to find a solid release plan. Um, but, let's see. I'm scanning down here. Black Widow is currently scheduled for release May 7th. Many believe yet another delay is likely. This has once again made fans wonder if a Disney Plus release is on the horizon. A new report from The Hollywood Reporter indicates this isn't likely while discussing how most major studios are holding their biggest films for when theaters are back to relative normal it's mentioned insiders with knowledge of the situation say there are no plans to ship black widow off to disney plus says nothing about another release delay but evidently if black widow does get bumped fans should not expect a disney debut now my question to you would be might they consider because you know just like we were saying you're not going to just suddenly release everybody to go to theaters Mm -hmm. so i don't care if they have 200 seats in a theater they're not going to sell all of them so do you consider releasing it simultaneously i i mean we're seeing we're seeing this with hbo max now with their movies with their you know theater day and date and Disney uh, HBO Max, and my thing is it's a smart and safe strategy. I mm-hmm. don't know what the money. I'm sure money is not what they want it to be, but at this point, I know how Disney is. I know what they're wanting. Bob Iger's wanting all of his money. I get this and that, but with with WandaVision, we were already supposed to have Black Widow out. As, you know, in May of last year, and the WandaVision was supposed to be in October, November, or something. And no, I think it was August or September, actually. But 
we're already behind on phase four when it comes to that. So I don't know if if it's relevant enough what happens at well I mean obviously we know what happens with, with Black Widow. But with all the other characters, I just don't can you keep pushing it back? I mean, do you push this back to after Loki? Uh, do you push this back to after Falcon and the Winter Soldier? You know what I mean? I mean, what what do we like timeline? I'm just talking strictly MCU timeline wise. Will it work if you mm-hmm. push it past the other series that are coming out? I just don't. I just don't know. Um, that kind of hurts though a little bit that there's no plans to do it. Um, I, we've talked about it last year with Mulan. I'm pretty sure Mulan was the test uh, dummy for it. If Mulan did well on Disney Plus, then they would have 100% released it. But it yeah, lets but you. They're two, they're two different fan bases. Yeah, and, and I just don't. I just don't know. That's that's my biggest thing is I don't know what, what's. I don't. I don't I, there's no right answer. I don't feel like. But I, I do really like like you were saying earlier of doing theater release and um what would you what would you think if they said hey um because remember the the milan plan was you could get it for an additional fee right what if they said look we're, we're gonna do sort of a for the rest for the rest of the year we're gonna do a marvel movie pass Mm. And, and, if, and if you pay an extra five dollars a month or whatever you're going to get these these feature films for the rest of the year we're going to we're going to drop black widow tomorrow and you're going to get the next two features you'll have access to them all year long and you can submit your information online at the disney store and get a physical copy at a discount if if they put some program like that together. Oh, Chris, that's actually really smart. Because, I mean, you could even do it like uh, like the Marvel movie pass where each time a new Marvel uh, film came out, like you could charge like a discounted price. But you are doing like the $5 extra per month for Disney Plus or something like that. Oh, I like that a lot because oh, I just like everything you just said. That That blew my mind, actually. Um, yes, I I would do that. I would be one of the ones that would do that, though. Because it's, I mean, we don't know when things are going back to normal, and if if we even get back to a, what a normal is at this point, they but, can't keep putting it off. No, you know, eventually you've got to bite the bullet and either release it to Disney Plus or put it in theaters and let it have an abbreviated run where it's not going to make much money and then it's going to come to Disney plus anyway. So, yeah, it, it's, we'll see what happens. <laughs> I'm, I just, I really hope they don't delay it again. I really don't. I don't think it's smart yeah. no matter what they do. But outside of that, there's no movie news, um, this week. So you're up on games, Tyler. Oh, so we've got one item on the, the gaming news here. Um, but first we have to go, to, to what you've been playing, Chris. I mean, what have we been? What's been the life of Chris on the PlayStation back there? Very little. You know, with with the increased work hours again, I I try and take the stand. I, I I mentioned last episode that I want to 
I really want to play Erica, but I haven't had time to uh, to sit down and do that. So yeah, something about work make you do mandatory overtime and stuff like that. I, I get that. <laughs> it's it's a pain though, right? Yeah, it's so as far as what I've been playing, I played a little game called Donut Country. Yeah, um, came out on Sounds Xbox. Like I love it. <laughs> it's a little small, short, two-hour game, kind of like a little puzzle game. Um, it came out on Xbox's Game Pass. Absolutely, like oh, okay. I've heard some good things about this. So I downloaded it, played it, 100 percent it, 100%ed it in two hours. Uh, it's a fun little game. I enjoyed it. I, I inquire if you've, if you've got Xbox Game Pass, download it and play it. You you won't regret it. It's a lot of fun. Um, and then I, I've gotten bitten by the Assassin's Creed Valhalla bug again. I have beat the main storyline. So you can say I'm done with it that way. I'm cleaning up. I'm trying to level up my power so I, so I can do the last little bit of the, the ancient the Order of the Ancient storyline. And then I'll be like uh, done with all the stories. But I'm, I'm going through and completing all the regions right now. I've got two game bugs on there with the mysteries. I can't complete because it's not working, but I'm not the only one doing it. So hopefully there's a patch somewhere down the road. Um, I'm going to have to be sending some emails just to say, you know, to put my voice out there as well. But right. it's, uh, I know we're going to do it at some point, like a Sausage Creed review and we'll, we'll get some, some other people in here to do it with us. But the story was, was good. And I mean, that's all I'm going to say, cause I don't want to, Spoil it for you and for everyone else who's playing it. It's a long game. I think I, I beat it in just under. What did I? I put it up on Twitter. I'm actually. Let me go to my picture here. I beat it in just under. Uh, hello, hello, hello. Where are you? Hello. Okay, I guess it's on my Twitter. Anyways, I think it was like under like 59 hours is what it was. Uh, yeah. From start to finish, now, to the main story. That was not platinum, right? That was no, just no, no, no. I haven't the story mode. Yeah, that was, that was just the main campaign from the first time, first little bit, all the way to the next. And uh, but man, it's it's a good game. But speaking of good things, let's just talk about the the one uh, news item we've got here is that G Four has confirmed that both X Play and Attack of the Show will be returning in summer twenty twenty one. Oh Chris, yeah, I, yeah, I that, that I had to put that in just for you. <laughs> And if you follow them on Twitter, they like almost every day they're putting up new stuff and clips and fun things like that. So I highly encourage you to go follow them and pay attention to what's going on. And then the other thing that it's not really gaming related, but it kind of is because it deals with GameStop. Uh, GameStop investors, uh, I guess is what I, I, we call them now, have, have shut down the stock market. Um the uh, Reddit slash or subreddit slash Wall Street Bets got the word that these hedge funds and stuff are trying to bankrupt GameStop. And so they said, no, oh, no, everyone start buying shares. And it inflated everything to the point that apps and things like apps and what are that? Whatever e trade and stuff, site, websites yeah, are Robin Hood. Yeah, and- Robin. Like they, just, they said, no, you cannot invest in this anymore. It's a whole big political scandal. Um, it just goes to prove that the, the rich, you know, care for themselves. They do not want you to be anywhere on their level, but, uh, I'm curious to see what Monday looks like on this. Cause this is developing as it goes on. I'm not big into stocks yeah. or anything like that, but, um, 
kind of makes me mad that I didn't buy shares of GameStop because when it was like 12 cents, but now each share is up like to 250 $400 or something like that. And there's the one guy that started all this. He's got like um, several hundred million in GameStop stock right now. So <laughs> GameStop of all places. And like the memes from it are absolutely hilarious because they, you know, he goes in, you know, oh yeah, I've got 50 shares of GameStop stock. He walks into GameStop. Yeah, best we can do for you is about $35. So it's just just a funny little meme you, you had to, you had to yeah. yeah, you have to understand it. Um, yeah. But I mean, that's as far as gaming news, there's not really been anything big, which we're, we had the, our last episode of our gigantic packed one. So that's no surprise. But, you know, it's the start of the year, and we're getting into February, so we're starting to get, we'll get, start to get new gaming news soon as well. So nothing too crazy. Now, our noble well, – go ahead. One one minor thing Ooh. that deals with one, of, with one of the games that I normally play was, I think, a week ago. We didn't record last weekend. Right. And I think it was roughly a week ago when uh, Sony San Diego put out uh, an alert that – in February, they'll be giving their first details for MLB The Show 21. Mm. Normally, they've done all that by now. What? Why is this? What's taking it so long? People think it's because of the new generation of consoles. They're going to uh, have a delay. Yeah, I could see that. I'm curious to see what they do with it, though. Or if it's the same old thing. I just hope it. Man, I'm telling you, the haptic triggers on well, the, the haptic controller on this bad boy. Game mm-hmm. game changer. I could see you, like I could see them doing like a swinging a bat with this thing. Yeah. Anyways, uh, you know, speaking of releases, but we have got coming out this week, February second. We've got Control is coming out on PlayStation Five, the Xbox Series X and S, Destruction All Stars for PlayStation Five. If you're a PlayStation Plus member, um, download. Oh, Chris, I would say uh, add that to your gaming library for when you do get a five. I advise this for everybody who's got a four because you can get it for free now. And then once you get the five, you'll have it for free on there as well. Um, awesome. Uh, place, uh, on February 4th, we got Werewolf, the Apocalypse, Earthblood. Mm. And then on February 5th, this is more so for you Soulsborne people like myself. We've got Neo 2, the Complete Edition on PlayStation 4. And Neo 2 Remastered, the Complete Edition on PlayStation 5. Neo Remastered, the Complete Edition on PlayStation 5. And the Neo Collection, which is both of those games all on one on February 5th on the PlayStation 5. I've played the first one, didn't get very far. I've got the second one on the Steelbook. Um, kicking myself in the butt because it's sitting in a box and my garage packed. Because um, they're, they're remastering it and you get the update for free if you get the disc. And, um, and I'm like halfway through that one. I just never got around to beating it. But I will be buying the Neo Remastered for the five. So, but I mean, that's as far, that's all, that's our releases. I mean, that's our news. That's our releases. Um, Chris, we have anything else to, to say this week for lucky number 13? No, I think that's it. No, it was, it was a good episode. I liked our conversations. Yeah. This one, this was a, a real good hour of talking here. 
But guys, thank you all so much for listening and watching whatever way you Absolutely. do it on. If you listen to it on podcast services, rate us on whatever one you listen to. If you watch us on YouTube, make sure you should share us around on favorite social media platforms. So make all of them. You know, if you watch or listen, do that. Uh, we like more people here. We like more voices and things like that for feedback. If you do have any feedback, go down to the comments, good or bad. Let us know what you thought of the show. Let us know what you, we think we can approve or what we're doing great. We love it. We want to know what we're doing. We, can, we don't know. We can't fix anything. If you don't tell us, uh, oh, I got something to talk about. We watched Ted Lasso. We're going to do that next episode, by the way, in the TV section. I meant to tell you that. Uh, but guys, again, don't forget to share on all your favorite social media platforms. Uh, speaking of social media, you can follow the NerdWide account at nerd underscore wide. You can follow me personally on Twitter at Ty underscore Haynes. And you can follow Chris on Twitter as well at MavTN7. But guys, as always, this has been this week's episode of Nerdwide Podcast. And trust me, we cannot wait to talk to you next week and let us know what's been going on in the news. Everyone, have a great week. Stay safe, wear a mask, and wash your hands. Take it easy, guys.